to Hashtag Travel Talks. It's your podcast on the latest digital trends in travel and tourism marketing. And here's your host, Nolly Nicholas. Welcome to a new episode of Travelcast. And today I have the pleasure to receive Carlos Aquino. So welcome, Carlos. Oh, thank you, Nolly. Uh, thank you for, for having me. I'm honored to be on, on, your, uh, on your program. And um, can you present yourself to the audience? Oh, absolutely. Uh, my name is Carlos Aquino. I am uh, the Vice President of Sales and Business Development for an independent hotel company in Mexico called Cafro Hotels and Resorts, um, as well as the founder of a, a, a new cutting-edge business intelligence solution for uh, hotels that empowers uh, them in uh, being able to better uh, compete and drive direct business uh, being an independent uh, hotel. Okay. I invite you because you participate into a panel discussion at the Direct Booking sun, uh, Summit. And the topic was on how can uh, I independent hotel can compete against large chains. So can you, my first question is how I would say a hotel is how a hotel can choose a particular hotel. Yeah, in, um, um, obviously, to give you a little bit of background, um, I've been in the business for 30 years, uh, worked in, in certain independent hotels, originally from the Dominican Republic in uh, Castle de Campo, and uh, then went on to work for an uh, intercontinental hotel group for 15 years um, in uh, several places, um, New York, uh, Jamaica, uh, Chile, Aruba, and uh, Miami um, as well. And then uh, last 15 years of being with this company in, uh, in, in Mexico, which um, is, a, is an independent company, so I've given me the broad spectrum of being able to see both sides of the fence. So, yeah, one of, one of the key things is that, uh, you know, I like to use the example that, you know, uh, in that 30 years of experience, um, I, I kind of actually threw away 28 of them. Um, and the last two years are the ones that I feel are, you know, giving us the empowerment to be able to um, reinvent uh, the way that we market, uh, position, um, and sell hotels more effectively, uh, taking advantage of technology and the uh, the social um, availability of of, of, of of this technology and marketing uh, that is more prevalent in the last uh, three or four years. So, you know, getting actually a, a guest to to basically uh, select, um, you know, us. Definitely has to do about obviously having a great product. I mean, uh, there there is no um, no uh, no way around the need to provide uh, a fantastic experience, particularly when being an independent hotel. Um, you know, we don't we don't have the branding uh, you know funds and fees that a chain will have uh, in creating loyalty and uh, recognition. Uh, so what we have is the ability to evangelize and convert guests in uh, amplifying the great experiences um, and doing that obviously through uh, different techniques uh, and, uh, and, uh, and taking advantage of the technology available to do so. Okay. And um, how do you, I would say, for an hotel, how, is, how do you, would say, dissect and to find the right DNA for my hotel, for example? That's a, that's a great question. And I mean, I think that um, 
that in, in, in this day and age where everything is, is available um, and we have savvy, you know, customers that are looking for unique and uh, experiences that match uh, their, their needs, you know, uh, defining actually, you know, things. And I think the best way to uh, put an example is, is one of the hotels that we operate um, called Hotel Musai. Uh, it is um, a 73-room hotel in Puerto Vallarta that we opened uh, three years ago. Um, it is uh, very, very cutting-edge design technology as well. All the rooms are equipped with iPads to manage all the you know, sound systems and AC and curtains. But at the same time, it, it was matched as well with uh, the, the staff to go um, along with it. One of the things that we did at that particular hotel was that we reinvented the idea that we needed to hire people from, you know, the industry with a lot of industry experience, which has been mostly the way that, you know, we traditionally uh, function. In that particular hotel, 80% of them had never worked in a hotel. Um, and we figured that we could really teach them all the how to serve, I mean, on the right and, you know, how to greet. But what we, what we takes a lot more in developing is really the personality. And, um, uh, the combination of this great product uh, with design um, and uh, memorable, uh, you know, technology touch points now matched with, um, you know, kind of a, a millennial personality driven uh, service level gave us actually a, a, a very, very unique uh, uh, situation. This hotel, basically three months after opening, uh, was awarded the AAA Five Diamond, uh, the fastest hotel in the history of AAA. Uh, to receive it in North America. Um, and uh, I truly believe uh, that, that that combination, the mystique of, of really a great product, um, you know, great, you know, rooms, well-thought um, F&B experience, but again, the matching of the, the staff in a, in a very contemporary environment um, gave us this very, very, um, very, very good, uh, good position to start with. And in all honesty, once uh, the, the client uh, starts to experience that, um, they become actually evangelizers. Um, so it's it's a hotel that basically, you know, I like to actually say that it's it's a hotel that invites for people to go and be bragging about it on social media. So the first thing that they'll do when they get to the lobby is is you know take a picture. I mean, with the big uh, giant, giant chess pieces that we have, along with the very minimalist, uh, white and black uh, checker uh, floor, you know, and really actually the, the, the guests themselves look like they're part of the decor. Uh, whether you're in the lobby or in the, in the restaurant, um, in this fantastic, I mean, you know, um, hand-carved marble uh, sushi bar uh, to the signature rooftop uh, overlooking the Great Pacific uh, Sunsets. So obviously getting the, the, the customer to um, function in, a, in an environment where they want to basically express themselves and uh, reflect that on social media, it's this uh, effect, domino effect of, of being able to multiply the awareness of, of the brand um, in not being a recognized brand. And do you think that the job now is much, I would say, harder for independent hotels because now they have to compete against large chain, but also uh, with Airbnb. 
Oh, that's a great question. You know, and uh, I, I, I come from, you know, 15 years in the industry with, with chains. And, and I believe that, you know, chains are um, amazing, most of them. You know, the standardization um, and being able to provide, you know, people with an experience, and particularly multinational, the ability to be able to kind of actually experience uh, something in a contained uh, kind of um, um, experience level that one is used to um, as a regular customer from where one is coming from. That obviously, you know, had its, its time and continues to have it. In, in a world that is total, totally global now and, uh, and totally interconnected and where anybody in the world, you know, can really figure out how other people live in the rest of the world, the sense of having that brand recognition sometimes a little bit takes away from the adventure, you know? It's like, you know, and not to beat up on any, any particular brand, but, you know, you know, if I'm actually, you know, um, a business traveler in the States, uh, you know, staying in, in this, this chain and, 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 you know, I stay because of convenience and because of, you know, loyalty points and, and whatever that is, you know, um, and now I travel to this exotic uh, location, in, you know, Thailand or Mexico or um, et cetera. You know, am I looking uh, for that um, that that face that I already know, or am I looking for the faces that I want to meet? You know, fortunately, we really are are in that in that day and age where where people want to uh, culturally immerse themselves and uh, and get to know. Um, you know, what's the local flair, local feel? That exactly is one thing that Airbnb has been able to capitalize on. Uh, and they've done a tremendous uh, job. And obviously being able to provide an alternative accommodation, um, uh, you know, but in all honesty, I, I truly believe that there's space for everybody. Um, I, I personally, you know, will stay in, in, in chains mostly when I'm traveling on, on business because I want a certain structure. But when I'm actually traveling on a personal basis, I like to experience so I'll go to hotels that actually offer more of a personality and that matches kind of what I want to do. People that I can talk to about what to do in the local neighborhoods. Personally, I actually will, uh, you know, experience an Airbnb and uh, have had great experiences um, as well as having, you know, some not uh, so great experiences. But at the end of the day, it's not very different to what happens at times, e even with, with, when staying with a chain. So I, I think that they're in this day and age where everybody has access to become uh, known uh, through internet-driven uh, marketing tactics, um, that there is a space, uh, you know, for everybody. I, I think the important thing is being able to figure out who you are, uh, you know, who you serve, and, um, and make sure that you're delivering, I mean, a high value for that. Uh, and uh, you'll eventually find your, your niche uh, in between all of that. If we look at uh, Airbnb, mostly they have, say, targeted singles and uh, people who are in couples. So maybe the independent hotels can have their games while playing on the family side, for example. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and again, I, I think that there is is so much opportunity to create, um, you know, those 
those level of you know experiences and, and, and tailored, and they're going to happen on the Airbnb side. You know, um, am I you know comfortable going actually with a group of adults and staying overseas in an apartment that I don't really know? That has a lot of security in in, in, in numbers, right? Um, you know, going with with my family, uh, you know, for the first time. Um, you know, to Mexico, um, if I've never been there. Is that really actually the venue um, that um, I might feel more comfortable in doing so? So that actually has a lot to do with it. And again, I think that in, in all of these scenarios, whether that be an experience in a chain, um, an Airbnb as an alternative, or, uh, or an independent hotel like us, the validation that you can get from the user-generated content that is basically saying, hey, I've stated here and it's great. I came down with my family. Um, it was actually fantastic. You know, that is basically all available there uh, to be orchestrated in a way that allows, you know, an independent hotel to be able to find its 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 own niche. Um, you know, I, I work in a company that we manage five different uh, brands um, and they're all independent brands, um, you know, uh, and they, they continue to, to evolve. Um, but honestly, the way that they have evolved in the last three or five years where we can really, you know, market directly and position ourselves as an authority, uh, which is the key thing. There is no Airbnb or uh, a chain or an OTA that is going to be more of an authority on what actually happens at, at one owns property that one sell. The key thing is realizing that and basically being able to match that to the needs of the customers and generating content then then you know Google uh, you know thank God puts a playing level, level field uh, to be able to actually you know manage that content in a way that that really matches the, the needs of the customer. Okay. And on your I'd say your insight, what do you think is the best way for them to communicate their message? And my, my insight is, is basically, you know, along, you know, that's a lot with what we talked. I had the pleasure, I mean, of, of having some great other panelists um, on that event um, that you heard about. And, um, you know, the key thing is, is, is from the hotelier's uh, perspective is, is, is how do you manage all, all of this? There's so much um, available out there from, you know, a technology standpoint, you know, whether that be, you know, um, um, a, a, a CRM to engage your customer uh, from the moment that he starts looking at you all the way to when he goes out. Um, and being able to uh, kind of automate uh, some of that without losing the personal uh, human touch field that is, is in my opinion, um, you know, impossible to eradicate in this, you know, uh, people, people-driven uh, industry. Um, but empowering that to take place uh, a lot more expedited. I mean, it, it's a very simple proposition. I, you know, in, 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 in we, we, we come from a, a world in the hotels where, you know, somebody would call up uh, the operator and say, you know, I have a problem with my AC. Um, you know, that actually is a whole, um, you know, it sounds actually very simple, but it, it's, you know, broken into many, many parts. I mean, you know, the operator has to, to get it, uh, you know, has to, you know, call normally on a radio to find actually the maintenance person on duty and going actually and sending that person and, 
and then actually putting that and taking a note of what it is. So now put actually technology in there where the same guests now because, you know, he's on an app where you're engaging him and asking him to give you instant feedback. Um, now actually there's, there's no radio involved because it, it becomes actually a digital footprint. Um, and it goes in, into a system that now you can, you can track and you can determine trends and then you can actually consistently be improving on it, um, you know, to be able to actually eliminate the amount of incidents uh, that, that do. So going from uh, there um, all the way to, you know, being able to determine, I mean, how do I actually, you know, price myself and how do I, I, I create strategies, you know, when, when uh, you know, a regular customer that comes to Mexico, you know, is going to... Um, there's a misconception that they're going to pick up the phone and, and, and they, they, they book or they go online and they book. Um, there's a misconception of that happening and we think that it's happening at the same time. And you don't know, it's, 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 there's a, a, a journey of, of research that is taking place. Um, in some of our hotels, we, we have been able to, to, um, to determine that there's more than 54 days uh, that can average uh, before a client starts looking at a particular quote uh, and then finding out um, everything that they need in order to secure and say, okay, I'm committed. Um, in that commitment, I'm waiting on that commitment. They'll be researching and also, you know, there's this, this amazing need, um, you know, to also not feel that you paid more than you needed to. <laughs> so, you know, there, there's all this, this things going on and, and meta searches um, and, and being able to validate that which makes this whole scenario, um, you know, a lot different to what it was, uh, you know, even five years ago. So in order to navigate all of that, um, you know, we've come with a solution. It's, it's, it's a company called Magnum Leap, and it provides a business intelligence solution. What it does, it basically allows to see all the data points that basically are starting to be collected on, on how the customer interacts with you and then, what happens when you start putting strategies on pricing and changing uh, those strategies, uh, you know, raising rates and uh, opening here or closing there, that actually now allows uh, what people would take three uh, days, um, you know, revenue managers in our hotel, used to take three days, half of their week, just producing reports and extracting from here and putting them in Excel a uh, huge, um, you know, time uh, crunching um, 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 task that that not always would empower in being able to take uh, the best decisions or uh, being able to measure those decisions. Now, what we do is is we we take all of that and we put it in a way that 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 funnels all this information in real time so that people can spend more time strategizing. Um, and understanding their business rather than trying to generate reports to understand their business. Yeah. And uh, now, what do you think is the, the best way to, I would say, respond to someone who left a good review on, on our, your hotel? What is the good step to take? Well, definitely, and, 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 and most, most of the hotels, I mean, since the... Um, since the age of TripAdvisor, um, I, I, I think that, you know, any average hotel is, is managing that process, um, you know, well from monitoring, um, you know, encouraging uh, people to provide feedback, 
um, and uh, and uh, and using what they call the management responses. So like acknowledging and being part of the conversation. So you know, if you uh, you know, I, I always say you know we we live. Uh, our industry is is an industry um, that is 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 human. Um, and any human industry, there are going to be times that we do not meet expectations. But is it about meeting expectations all the time, or is it about you know ensuring that when we do not, we are actually acting up and regaining the confidence of somebody? I, I truly believe that at times, um, if we if we fail uh, or the chain breaks down, uh, there's a lot of times a better opportunity of recovering that guest because of the sincere uh, goodwill that you apply in recovering that. So obviously answering to, uh, to, to that um, and, and having uh, basically the personal touch of having uh, the GMs uh, correspond with uh, not only people that give you a good review, but definitely the ones that do not. You know, a lot of times, I mean, uh, those are the best opportunities to uh, regain a, a, a customer. So yeah, I truly believe that um, all of this should be fomented towards um, um, a follow-up and acknowledging of feedback um, and, and utilizing that uh, information um, and incorporating that into uh, the way that we market. Um, in, in, our, in our particular scenario, um, I can tell you that the even in a VAT uh, review that uh, may very seldomly happen at our hotels, fortunately, but in, even in a VAT review, most of the times there's good um, there's good comments, there's good observations. One of the ones that we actually identify is that no matter when we fall down, um, friendliness of staff is something that always we excel. So people will always acknowledge the warmth um, of of staff, and and they react to that. Is that something that we actually um, you know uh, put into our marketing? Well. There wasn't really a time that we did that. Now we do, you know, because that's the correlation. If your client is saying that even when you fail, you know, you have great staff, are you talking about your staff when you're talking about your hotel? You know, are we talking about the great rooms and the restaurants and people are saying that the best thing you have is your staff? Okay. So now for the personal questions is what was your most memorable travel? My most memorable travel was definitely to Japan. Um, I was there probably 20 years ago. Um, and it wasn't in a time where there was social media. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but this is actually so funny because when I went on that trip, basically I had a friend that had been there and he wrote down for me um, an entire itinerary and said, you know, you've got to go down. Uh, stay in Tokyo, don't stay more than 48 hours, uh, go down to the fish market uh, in the early morning hours, and, uh, and then go out to Kyoto. And, uh, and go out to Kyoto and go to uh, a town close by that's called Nara, Nara that uh, was the um, ancient capital of feudal Japan, which you know, was very, very um, unaffected by, uh, by the bombing during the war. And, uh, you know, it's this beautiful little town with this just beautiful uh, uh, thing there. We, I stayed there um, 
uh, partially in, in some chain hotels. Again, that mentality that stay with someone you know. Um, but then actually he told me stay in a real con. Uh, and a real con is basically staying in somebody's uh, bed and breakfast. Um, you know, the Airbnb. <laughs> so I stayed, I, stayed, I stayed in somebody's uh, basically, you know, house. And, uh, it, you know, it was actually a total immersion. Uh, they didn't even speak English. And uh, we would get served this magnificent Kaiseki-style dinner in the same tatami room that we would actually sleep in. Uh, they had this, you know, fast rituals and the tea rituals. Um, and I remember to this day the most impressive thing, which is why I'll never forget that this industry is about people. When we were leaving from that Rio Con, where we had a taxi that was called uh, to pick us up, and we were going out the gate and picture that this is actually a house. So we're simply going out of the driveway. And I could just look back and tell my wife, look back, and I'm pretty sure that they're still bowing. And, and having said that, we just looked through the, through the back window, and they're still bowing for the honor of having actually had us as a guest. <laughs> so that was more than 20 years ago. Yeah. And the only thing that we have today is really technology and things that actually change that. But the real essence and the feeling and the emotion of the experience is the same thing. For me, 20 years ago, for a millennial today. Yeah, I had the same because I went to Japan in 2010 and uh, I had I had the same feeling as you. It was the this mix between... Uh, People are so polite, and the fact that you have all those technology around them, and they still stay with some kind of simple in the way they communicate with you and be present also with you. Absolutely, you know, and those things uh, mark uh, mark me. I, I, you know, one of the things that you know, now living in Mexico for so long, which I am huge. Uh, you know, fan of. I believe, I mean, that the closest thing, because I do believe it's actually embedded into the culture, uh, the culture of serving, the culture of honoring your elders. I, I believe that, um, that Mexico is probably the closest that one can find in this hemisphere to that experience that I had. In our, in our hotels, for example, we, we, we use a, a signature gesture. And that signature is, is basically whenever we see somebody um, walking around the property, um, our staff will basically touch their hand, uh, their heart with their, with their hand, you know, and, and the guests just simply, um, you know, is blown away. I, I've had, uh, you know, repeat customers, customers basically come and ask me. I said, I, I feel so humble, you know, that I see that the staff do that. And, and I say, you know, I don't know what to do. I said, well, why don't you just, you know, put your hand on your eye too. <laughs> and, uh, and then we, we came with a little storytelling with that. And the storytelling basically that, you know, we, 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 we touch our, our hearts with our hand um, to, to remind uh, us that it's an honor to serve you. And we touch our, our, our hearts with our hand to, to remind you that it's an honor to serve you. So it's a psychological trigger that denotes, I mean, caring for the industry that we're in and, and, and something that's never going to go away. 
is the power of service and the power of uh, emotion. Okay. So how can I say, reach you on internet? Uh, my email is uh, carlos.aquino at magnumleap.com. Okay. And do you also have a website on which uh, we can go on also? Yeah, the we have that uh, same one. It's uh, magnumleap.com. Okay. So, Carlos, thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> no, no, thank you, Noli. It was, um, uh, I appreciate you reaching out and, uh, and, um, and hopefully uh, we can continue in touch. I'll definitely be following you as well. Yeah, yeah I hope so. Thank you. Uh, where, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Geneva, Switzerland. Oh, from Geneva? From Switzerland? Yes. yes. Oh, nice, nice. And, but you're in the, in the UK? Uh, yes, uh, sometimes. <laughs> okay, well, if you're ever in Mexico, please let us know. Yes, especially this year I was in Colombia, so... <laughs> oh, nice, I love Colombia. Yeah. So, thank you for your time. No, thank you, thank you. Have a great uh, evening. You too. Bye-bye.